1: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details
0: from the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to coach unplugged and now your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody. Happy Tuesday. Um, day two of of five of us doing our coaching calls, the the teach com membership site and what we do within that membership site and how special it is. So, um, you know, it's, it's a one-stop shop. It's, it's Netflix for basketball coaches, but it's better. It's a community. It's like-minded coaches. It will help you win more basketball games. You know, let me help you 30 plus years of coaching, three state titles, numerous professional athletes, a couple NBA guys. Let me help you. Um, I've, I've been there. I've experienced everything that you're going to experience. So let me help you through that. Also go over and check out Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, we would appreciate if you if you do buy one or you're thinking about it and you mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off. Um, also, we, we don't talk about this a lot, but we would love... We know a lot of you have subscribed, and we just, we just uh, surpassed 3 million downloads, but we would love if you'd leave a review. We love those reviews. We especially love those five-star reviews. They make a big difference in everything that we do, so we'd love that, and let's head off to the podcast.
1: Yeah, hey, how you done? Good, how are you? Good, excellent. Been a while.
0: Oh, yeah, it's been a while. So I started back at work, so you know now I'm getting a little bit busier.
1: Yeah.
0: You know how that works. Understood. All right, go ahead, shoot away.
1: All right, I got four questions I've got written down. I'll see if I can get through them. All right. Uh, the first one to ask you is about the pressing. I was listening to some videos that you had, some of the podcasts, and as far as doing different stunts. So I wanted to ask you if you can see this, if it makes sense, we yeah. usually we run a 2 1 press, that's all we've ever run. So I was wondering if we could just do stunt high, like have a guy start up here stunt middle guys start here in the middle and then stunt back or it's just for normal two, two, one, just as far as different looks.
0: Yeah. 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 I think those would all be good looks. Yep.
1: My question was as far as trapping and then for trapping really, I was just going to have these two guys trap the same just to give it a little here. And if he's in the middle here also really nothing different. But right. was, what, what, what do you think of that?
0: But I would give them different names. I like yeah. I like the different was, looks. Just,
1: I'm just gonna call it up, middle, and back.
0: Yeah, because because people will think you're running all these different things, and and yeah, I like that. Yeah, and as
1: far, make as it far simple.
0: As, make it as simple as you can, because then there's really only one set of movements that they have to make.
1: Yeah, and I could, in theory, I could just teach my point guard to play all these, and no one else have anything to learn new. Or,
0: right. Or, right. Yeah.
1: So we can learn. It. Okay, so I just want to get your advice before.
0: No, nope, I think that's good. I, I again, when I tell people when they're doing like stuff like that with stunts or different different sets, like defensively, like just make it. Yeah, the least amount of people that you need to change their responsibilities the better. Like that's good. If you can only if you can teach one guy to do everything different, it's so much easier than teaching all three or four of them. So that's perfect. Okay, yeah, cool. that will work really well.
1: The other question that I wanted to ask is if I want to press on misses, um, I was thinking I I usually send my two guy back. So he's always going to be here anyway. What's the best way to, are you
0: always going to do that? Uh,
1: Not necessarily. I haven't decided what I'm going to do. I was just saying, for example, if I always press in a two to one off misses, what what would you suggest? What What would you think would be the best way to press off misses
0: man? I think man's easier than zone. Okay. Um, and I just think like a, like yeah like one quick trap and then retreat and then you can get back into a zone or something. Um, I just think it's really hard to align in a two two one at the high school level on a miss. Um,
1: How about like a one like the one two two? Unless one,
0: you move it back. If you moved it back far enough, but the problem is, are you gonna is do people have to go to specific spots? That's the question.
1: Well, I was just thinking these two guys have to know they're the top and two guys back, but those are all interchangeably front guys, back guys. And then just my one. Yeah. Then
0: then you can do it. Maybe if they don't have to necessarily, if you don't, if you don't have to necessarily, cause you could have a guy in the baseline and all of a sudden he's got to get back to the other free throw line. That's a long way to go. Um, so yeah. So, uh, I think it was Jared. I don't remember who talked about that, but yeah, if you if they, each kind of if you do like a one-two-two two, or even a two-two-one, and everybody has a different level, you know the problem with a two-two-one is that back guys got to get all the way back, no matter where he is on the court.
1: Well, my back guy, I usually have one guy back always. So okay, so
0: that I would always make that. So then people might need to know two positions, but then that person should always be the back person. Right. Um, so you're saying difficult, possible, but
1: you would suggest man is, is much, much easier.
0: Man's easier. If you run yes. man at all, if you don't run man, then no, it won't be easier. Um, I forget. I think if I remember right, you run a lot of zones. So
1: yeah, just cause the personnel I found. Yeah.
0: So then, so then I wouldn't, so then I would break them up to like what you were doing. And I would say, you know, these are my two front guys, my two middle guys and my back guy. I don't care which side. I don't care which side you go to, but and and then I might move it back a little bit. Like I wouldn't do it the free throw line for sure. No, I liked where you had it before. Like yeah, kind of like that.
1: Okay. And the first two guys, they just have to grab a side and slow the ball down.
0: Yes. And then that that what what basically what I tell them when they when when you do that is you're slowing them down enough so the rest of the guys can get to the spots that they need to get to. You know what I'm saying? You don't even necessarily have to get a trap right away. You just have to slow them enough that maybe zigzag them back and forth or enough that the guys that – because people might be running, you know, 84 feet, who knows how far they're going to be running to get right. to their spot for the, for the zone trap. Um, so that's what I tell – those two guys are like, you're our first line of defense like in, in Ward. Like you can't let them get through the first line of defense. Because the other three guys are busting their butts back to get into position. Um, And then you got to practice this. Like if you're going to do misses, you got to start day one and you got to do it every day. Like no joke. Like it's easy on a make. It's hard on a miss. That's the reason a lot of people don't do it. So it can be a huge, huge advantage, but you got to do it. You really got to do it. Like we're going to do this and we're going to spend the next, four weeks getting good at it. Like okay. every time in practice, there's a miss we're in it every time. I mean,
1: okay.
0: So You got to write yourself a note. You cannot do this like on a Tuesday and then not do it till the next Monday. You got to do it every day on a miss. Um, okay. a makes different. A make doesn't necessarily have to be every day, but a miss is it's, it's gotta be. Yeah. the year, the times I've done it, it's just, you got to just, it's gotta be automatic. We're just doing it. Like we're impressing. Who cares if they make or miss it? Like, so when, when the press is on, we're we're in it. Make or miss. So it's hard. There's a reason. If you watch game film, there's a reason you don't see a lot of high school teams doing it.
1: Right. I've never tried it. All um,
0: you, you'll notice it won't. It, it's going to be ugly early. But okay. if you if you if you if you're doing it all the time, it's going to be a huge advantage if you if you get good at it.
1: Gotcha. Because then the other
0: team's going to spend all this time getting ready for it. Like, holy crap, they're pressing all the time. Yeah.
1: Right. Okay, that's good. But if I do need to jump to a quick, uh, jump into man's a little. uh,
0: Man's easier. Man's definitely easier. Yep.
1: All right, cool. Uh, two other questions. So um, I we basically run a, a ball screen offense for man. And so we, we spent a lot of times on pick and roll and things like that. Okay, uh, I was wondering what your thoughts were on just having the person coming up and screening, just doing a few calls. And I've heard some coaches doing that. So just keep it really simple. Uh, you know, fist, normal screen, um, maybe um, hand up it means I'm going to slip and maybe Two is um, rever- uh, a double screen, like invert, yep. invert, and then screen back.
0: Yep. Anything, any and yes, and I love that. I love that you're doing all hand. You got to be able to do it all hand motions where you can dribble with one and the other. But yes,
1: I also had um, the screener do it. Do you think it's better? to Have the bo- that was my other question. No, no, no. Bo- I
0: think that's good. Let them know because the, if I'm defending you, I don't know what's going on behind me. So that's good. I think it's good. That's but good just much. all of it should be hand signals, preferably with one hand. But yeah. Yep. Okay.
1: And then uh, there's one other major one. There's a slip. Um,
0: flare, flash, flare, uh, drift. You could drift off it. You could flare off you, it. You could anyway,
1: roll. Yeah, there's one specific. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe just just roll. Just roll hard. I guess that could just always be this one. So, yeah. so anyway, maybe three or four signs. Just yeah, like, I
0: want to do two. I'd get one or two and get good at those one or two. Okay. Because um, the reeds on them are hard uh, and then you got to work on what happens when they jump it, what happens when they double it, how are we going to read a double? Are we going to flare to the three all the time? Are we going to roll? Um, yeah. So I would just be consistent with what you do with that, but yes.
1: Okay. All right. Good. Uh, Hey, when, when I was watching a game or something, I was I, just, when I watched games, I kind of, you know, go, go through it in my head, um, some NBA game or something. But my question was, uh, if, my philosophy always is if it's less than seven seconds, have a three-point lead, um, just foul. It's just the general rule that I go by. Uh, but I was wondering...
0: And then you got to practice what you're going to do in that case. So practice, practice following. fouling. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I'm dead serious. No,
1: I'm laughing because we've had problems I haven't, and it's been ugly.
0: Practice fouling, practice how you're going to do the free throws. I mean, again, it's. I've said this on my podcast. It's... It's. It's. Um. To get, I hate doing it, but when you all these perfect things have to happen for them to beat you, but you have to practice what for them not all those perfect things not to happen. Like you don't want a bear hug, you know. What do you,
1: I just teach grab the ball with two hands. Is there what do you how do you teach to, to foul as far as I just grab the ball with two hands aggressively. And, well,
0: yeah, and I just tell them to swipe down like you're going for the steal.
1: Not necessarily like, grab for it. Just just slap now because you
0: grab for it, they might think it's an intentional. I just teach them. You know the you know, yeah.
1: Okay, I just because like you some- might. It,
0: it, it, if I'm losing by three, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I don't necessarily want them to call it. I maybe want to get a steal and score and then take a timeout. So
1: yeah, I'm, I guess there's a few just where I, I get a tie up or something. That statistically, you think it's better just to swap. And they don't want to wanna
0: call. They don't want to call a tieout with seven seconds to go. The officials don't. I don't think. Right. Okay. They so want to call. Gonna- they want to call a foul because they know you're going to be trying to foul.
1: Okay. So get up and get up in their space and slap hard ball and and just get super, okay. Just so they know you're aggressively fine.
0: Okay. Yep.
1: All right. So that, that, that was a good point. I wasn't teaching that correctly. So uh, my question was, if there's, say there's, it's a sideline play. Um, They have the ball and say there's three seconds left and we're in the same scenario. I'm up by three. I know that they're going to run something, and uh, they're on offense. They're going to run and try to get a, a quick shot. they
0: are going to try uh, to get a three. Yes,
1: right. So, would you, if there's only a few seconds left? I, I guess my concern is is as so someone catches the ball, someone slaps at them. They they get a shot off. Maybe it's, I don't like
0: I don't like fouling there. So
1: you I don't know, know what the
0: math says on it. I just don't like fouling because high school kids will foul and they'll hit it, and then we'll lose
1: that's that's my question i just saw
0: a game and i was just wearing my head i mean i uh i think you should change defenses right um i think you should switch everything
1: switch on yeah
0: okay because what are the and then like a two doesn't beat us like you know three seconds you know you don't want to give an uncontested layup and it only takes a second but you know i you put or you can do a zone where you have three or four guys outside the three point line just do not you know stand you know you like, most of the time it's going to be okay
1: so so if it's just let's say it's maybe at 6 or 7 seconds when you know they're not going to take the shot right away that's different yeah. yeah. Okay. That's my question. Cause that was my, my concern. Was Three seconds.
0: Isn't a lot, you know, you got two dribbles and you got to shoot it now six or seven seconds. I definitely maybe change the defenses. If I'm feeling good about another defense, if I put them playing zone, I go to man, I've had man, I go to zone. Um, and again, I don't, I in the half court, it's hard for me to foul. Now, if there's 15 seconds, yeah, I got to feel confident with my free throw shooting too. Um, because you can get a two for one at that point. Um,
1: right. But I mean, you'd still wait till like six or seven seconds if you're intentionally fouling. All right. 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 Yeah. Okay. So uh, just, yeah, uh, uh, just a couple minutes. Uh, so last question on that, because we don't play a lot of, of man. So in the situations where mm-hmm. we were behind and we're, um, maybe trying to deny the pass or pressing with man, say we're on defense. Yep. Uh, if the ball's here, I usually just have.
0: Oh, move it up a little bit. I can't see where you put the ball. Yep. Okay. Yep. I
1: usually just have my inbound, not, no one inbound the guy and just have my inbounder sit between the goal, just so they don't get a back door and get a layup. And as soon as it's passed in, he goes and tries to cover the inbounder. Do you think that's a good idea? Or what, are what, are you trying, you think,
0: what are you trying to do at that point?
1: At this at this point, I'm just trying to defend. Um, either get a, a quick foul. I guess there's two scenarios. If I'm behind, I'm just trying to foul right away. So that's because I'm in man. So everybody has a guy. Does that okay. Make sense?
0: So yep. So if you're if you're in man and you're trying to get a quick foul, then you want you you want the you want to take away their best free throw shooter, and you want their worst free throw shooter to get the ball. So, so you put two
1: guys on their best shoe for you And then you tell the guy who's
0: guarding the, the bad guy to let him get it. <laughs> like, let him be open. I don't care if he's open because we're going to follow him as soon as he gets it in. So, again, you got to practice that. So, um,
1: so, so I shouldn't be thinking about not guarding the inbounder. I need mean, to just cover up their best guy. No, leave because the, the inbounder
0: – so what's the – I mean, how often are they going to pass it in and then give it back to the inbounder? I mean, there's always probably going to be somebody there. Um, and the inbounder is probably the worst free throw shooter. So you're, the, so you're probably going to have to find the second worst free throw shooter on the floor. Um, it's probably a big it tends to be, but that's who you want it. You want to let them catch it again. It's hard to teach them to, to let people get the ball and then foul. That's a really hard skill. We've had to work on that in the, over the years. Um, right. You know, because we're always saying deny hard, levels. like, no, let him catch it and then foul him. And okay. the problem is, he's going to catch it. And if he's a bad free throw shooter, sure, he's going to want to get rid of it fast. Okay. Like, he doesn't want to shoot free throws, um, especially the game on the line. So that's where we can get some steals, too.
1: Okay. So, so leave the worst person open, hope they get the ball, then foul if I, if I need to foul.
0: You, okay. yeah. You want to let them get the ball in a spot where you can foul, and then again, you got to practice that. But yeah,
1: so so you're not as worried about getting um, backdoored for a layup or something. I just never, I never play. I mean,
0: man- we got to. No. I mean, I am. I'm. I i do not want to give them a layup, but hopefully, we're denying enough and we're big enough that that's not going to happen. And,
1: and switching, switching on all switches.
0: Switching. So yeah, you got to switch on everything.
1: That's practice too. That you're not trying to work through it. So it's a difference. So even if that's not your philosophy, switching with man at the end of the game or inbounds play, you have to switch every, every time someone touches you,
0: you get a five count even possibly
1: if you're denying of. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. That, that's, that really, that really makes a lot of sense um, for that. Okay, cool. Actually, I ripped through it. That's actually Okay, that's awesome,
0: there. awesome. Yeah, I got to go do a podcast from some guys from New Jersey today. So those will be fun. So, oh, all right.
1: Thanks, well, Coach. Let me know. Just
0: email me anytime you want to talk. Just email me. Let me know.
1: Okay,
0: take care. So, see ya, bye. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you want to hear other podcasts by Coach Collins, go over and check out High School Hoops and Teacher Side Gig. And then go over and subscribe to all of them and leave all of them five-star reviews. That would be great. Um, and then if you have 30 seconds after that, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.